0: Doing
1: it live, <Uhhh.��>
0: Nation, you're listening to Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk. I'm Johnny Destructo.
1: With me this week is I'm with you every week. I'ma call you on your bullshit this time. Oh, with with
0: with us this week. (laughs) Also,
1: all you have to do is say, "I'm Johnny Destructo." I'm Johnny Destructo. I'm Len. What's up? How about your boy? With us this week
0: is
2: what's going on, man. Our sonder boy's <laughs> the reason. Super trouble in the building.
0: So, as your only host on this show, I received an email.
1: Wow. Uh, I've received an email that I want
0: to share with you two brothers. Who I rarely see on a weekly basis. All right. So Christopher Goodnight wrote in. Christopher Goodnight Saint Saucer. Now he goes on for, I want to say, 3,000 words about his his Robins. Okay. It's a a long email is what I'm saying. So he does go on about his Robins. Um, So we're going to skip past all that because I can't read all of it. Uh, oh, I don't think I have any favorite hero turns villain or villain turns hero. Not in comics anyway. Okay. Check out the first season of The Good Place and
1: the second season of Veronica Mars. The Good Place, that's a uh, sitcom that's out now. Starring Kristen Bell. She's so cute. And uh, I think Ted Danson is in that. Oh, is he? I think yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh,
2: that's the one about heaven? Yeah. I'm told to check it out. I, I heard seen... that was actually pretty funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, he says, I can't think of any practical use for any hero item... Maybe I could carry a spare pair of clothes in Flash's ring.
1: Oh, that's right because yeah, we were, yeah, yeah 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 okay because we we had talked about possibly for this episode practical uses for you know uh, uh, comic book
0: artifacts artifacts
1: okay. and one from one that we were having fun with and I think that's kind of cool carrying spare clothes in the in Flash's ring I mean because what else are you gonna put in yeah, there mm-hmm. you know uh coke. Okay. All right.
2: uh, Okay.
1: I mean,
0: they literally put Coke in rings back in the day, right? Yeah. And they would just right out of the ring. That's true, Why do you think the Flash runs so fast? You think it's the quote-unquote speed force?
2: Speed force is just cocaine.
0: Yeah, it's just speed. Cocaine. (laughs) He forces (laughs) speed into his nose, and then he runs real fast.
2: Wow. No, he doesn't. Stop it.
1: So one of the ones that we had fun with was actually... Um, when we were thinking about this, was Spider-Man's web shooters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, I, you know, figuring that we're not going to be super smart scientists that are going to come up with this, this great webbing that Peter did. And even if we did, you know, I'm scared of heights. So yeah. I'm not jumping off no building, you know, holding on
2: to a uh, uh, thread. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, if I got Spider-Man skills and all that shit.
1: Oh, Spider-Man skills, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah Spider-Man heartbeat. skills, but you don't need Spider-Man skills to make the web shooters. So, so if we're not shooting webs, what are we shooting out of the web shooters?
0: You could shoot uh,
1: caulk. Caulk, yes, it could be a really could, good yeah, caulking right? gun. Yeah. Right? It could be...
2: Uh, Get that money as a contractor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, okay, I see that.
1: I think it would be very handy as for condiments. Knocking mm-hmm. out your ketchup. Just mayonnaise? Just... Just Blasting mayonnaise out of... I don't know about mayonnaise. Maybe mustard. <laughs> barbecue sauce. I think mustard would project a little bit better than mayonnaise. Don't you? Ooh, lube. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that could
0: work. Get it right on that starfish from 100 yards. Boom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Toothpaste right. toothpaste. Like, toothpaste Like the bathroom buddy Yeah alright From Gremlins okay. Yeah That would be very good Oh shit the bathroom buddy Oh my god That would uh, be cool
0: Oh the one we were talking about
1: Was the utility belt Batman's utility belt See, okay utility belt There's plenty that you could do and, and not just like you know The stuff from your From your wallet There's a tons of stuff That you could carry In your utility belt First thing I will carry Is a rock just like a pet rock, or a, a nice rock, because you never know when you just need to bust somebody in the head oh, with a rock. All yeah. right. So that's what I'm going to have, I, and I may, you know, I may or may not paint a bat on it. I'd say a bat rock, bat, bat
0: rock,
2: apparent?
0: Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let myself out. Yeah. Uh,
2: what else? What do you got? Condoms, dude. Ah.
1: Gotta
2: have hats. True. I, I bet I bet money Bruce got at least one.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I bet money he's got about three pouches that are just
2: for <laughs> the just, <time. got> <laughs> just in yeah. case Selena shows up somewhere like... See
1: what kind of time we you know what I mean?
2: Look and see if the signal's on. I'll be like, yeah. alright, girls. <laughs>
1: and he probably got different names. he got Selena. One pouch is Selena. One pouch is um, Silver St. Cloud. And the, the pal said he keeps it, And the pal said keeps it in the back. And lead is lowest.
2: <gasps>
1: you monster! How dare you? What do you mean? Yeah, right.
2: She didn't like that nigga.
1: Look, in the movie I saw
2: what?
1: Batman. Like five minutes. In the movie, like in the movie I saw Batman got that, like and he got that before Superman. For like five minutes. It, not, not for five minutes. It was only because she realized who he was that she was like, wow, she got scared. Asshole.
2: She got scared. You're a fucking asshole. She got
1: scared of that. Yeah, right. She got scared of that. That's what happened.
2: And then, what really happened was, she got the real deal and was like, oh, shit, now my, my lord, oh, man. Lord mm. Jesus. I don't know, real
1: real deal, real deal. He, he was bitching up. Lord Jesus. Batman been there, done that.
0: <laughs> now, there wasn't one here that I actually do like, which could be pretty useful. So the Black Widow's sting. You know, she's got the bracelet and she can zap folks. Make that like an anti-rape
1: kit kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like a, I bet I that, that would sell like hotcakes on the open market. to Like run. a taser, like a bracelet taser? Chicks yeah. will be literally walking down the street butt-ass naked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to tase
2: people. <laughs> yeah. Man, come and get some of this. I dare you.
1: Come and get some... <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, so... Uh, he also goes... Oh, we're still on the email portion of the show. <laughs> JD, we have talked about your hatred for Legion of Superheroes. Now, I can't speak to any previous Legions, but the Mark Wade 3 boot was one of my first comic experiences... I had picked up other comics that had been out a while and tracked down back issues, but this was a number one, and I actually read it on the way home from the store. I'm telling you, it made me think. Something I didn't realize comics were allowed to slash supposed to do. Check out issues 1 to 14.
1: Mark Wade being one of my favorite writers, um, <laughs> I do remember when he took over the Legion and people really... Feeling, you know, like loving it and heralding his his run on it. I don't think I by then I had kind of checked out on the Legion, and it was like, all right, is he going to? If he was going to be there for a significant run, then maybe I would get into it. And I, I think eventually I just lost track of it. But I don't doubt that it was great. It was pretty good. It was, it was very good.
0: Quick side question brought up by what you just said: Do you guys prefer when a, when a favorite writer? It's coming onto a book. Do you prefer a quick, nice one and done, or do you prefer really long arcs?
2: I think it depends on what they're doing. Mm. You know i i can take a I can take a Mark Wade run of anything for for a, for any amount of time. A, a good six issue Mark Wade run is it's always worth it. But you know if he's gonna if he's gonna you know go full go all out on it, go full weight? yeah, you know. Uh, a lot of times, for me, I have a bigger issue on who's drawing it just because I don't want it to be late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kurt Busiek did an amazing run of Superman uh, that wound up being Camelot Falls. Yeah. That was the one of Carl. Yeah. Oh, he's good. And it was so late. Was it? it yeah. Dude, it was. It was. It was like oh. four issues on time, and then there were like five filler issues in between, and they had to wrap the whole thing up in an annual... But like, if you read it in trade, it's just two books, and it's brilliant. Mm. It's the story is fantastic, and it's gorgeous. But when that thing was coming out, dude, it took forever. Wow. Yeah. So you know, I, I'm I'm if somebody's writing it, whoever's writing it, I'm all about it. But I just want the artist, whoever's doing it, to be on time because mm-hmm. that drives me bananas. Yeah.
0: I think um, and there are certain books I don't mind if I'm waiting for them, but I don't like when they do that, which is they put in filler issues and then go back to the story.
2: Well, they have to, because but they, it's, they, just, it's, a, it's a Superman book. It's monthly. It's got to come out.
0: Yeah, but that's why they have filling artists.
2: Yeah, but the yeah, thing but is, but, but they're also,
1: the world that we're in now, they have to think of the trade, Yeah, and the trade is is not going to sell as much as if the story is finished off by fill in artists unless those fill in artists are um, they feel like the same you know uh, um, same level same level yeah. of you know of at least renowned and appreciation you know because you can get two artists that are totally wildly different but if it's Carlos Pacheco and then it's Jim Lee
2: mm-hmm.
1: you still want to yeah. you're still gonna sell yeah but if it's Carlos Pacheco and then it's um,
2: yeah, Jeff Lemire
1: yeah yeah, it's it's not going to be quite
2: the same, mm-hmm. you know. Are they? Are they? Yeah. But shout out right to Jeff Lemire. I love his writing, but his art, I'm like, I can't. It's not for me. I can't. Yeah. And that would just be too distinctively weird a, a mm-hmm. transition.
1: Yeah, that's why it was. It was really cool when, back when Brubaker was doing the uh, Captain America, he had really like. About a good three rotating artists who were similar enough in style that you didn't mind it. He had uh, Michael Lark. He had. um, Was Aja on that? No, it wasn't Aja. It was Lark. It was Mike Perkins. And it was. Somebody else. Steve Steve Efting. Steve Efting. Yeah, Steve Efting. Right, yeah. Yeah, and their their styles were similar enough, and especially because that book was so heavily rendered with the coloring that really kept everything tied in mm. uh, stylistically, that you you it it didn't depreciate any.
0: Right you on. Know? Okay. Well, thank you so
1: much, Saint Saucy, for writing in. We did get another email, and this is from La Bestia who is uh, a.k.a. Beast Tribble, Ramon, who, and I'm glad you're here, Randy, and I don't, you've never met. You're not glad I'm
0: here, you son of a bitch?
1: No, but because Randy can co-sign on this. You've never met Ramon, J.D., but we've met Ramon. uh, He comes to a lot of the different um, events that we do, um, him him and this lady. And you know how you talk about, Randy, about how, you know, Idris Elba is just, like, so good-looking that, you know, you might have to t- take a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Beast triple. He's
2: that good-looking? He's a good-looking dude. He's a okay. good-looking dude. I have no problem saying that. That's a good-looking man. That's wow. a good-looking... Bro-
1: like, he, he is... Like, and as much as you can say that about Idris Elba, uh-huh. you can get away with saying that about Idris Elba because Idris Elba. When you want to meet Idris Elba. Yeah. It's different when there's a brother that's sitting out there in the audience of your show. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, and he's are just licking your lips at him. He's sitting there with dreamy <laughs> eyes, you know, and like, and like every guy and every girl huh. in the in the room is like, Ugh. I wish I had a web shooter full of- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. he can get it.
2: Exactly, get it. Beast can get it. Yeah, here's the other funny part: his girl, she can get. <laughs> it. Like as a couple, she, they're like the sexiest couple in the they world. They can really, get it
0: together. Yeah, it's really oh, not fair for the rest of us.
1: So anyway, so he wrote us. He said, just listen to your latest Gutter Talk. Awesome episode. Okay. This was the episode that where we talked about the White Queen. Talking about turn ah. stuff. So. My favorite turn of all time involves Bishop from the X-Men and a time paradox. Bishop has traveled into the past and now is a member of the team he idolized as a boy. Um, he knows a traitor will betray the X-Men and this will cause cause him to have a miserable future after years of fighting alongside them and pointing the finger at others he realizes that he is the traitor and kidnaps baby hope to try and prevent his future from happening predestination paradox i'm an x-men fan and i've been reading x-men comics since i could read to be honest i'm surprised the white queen remained a hero as long as she did
0: thank you she
1: was not a respected or beloved member of the X-Men. Everyone begrudgingly listened to her because she was sleeping with Scott, which caused a lot of tension between all of the X-Men who felt disrespected by Scott, who had not properly mourned Jean Grey's passing. Well, when you pass like every six months. That's true. You know? You know, after a while, you're like, hey, you know, I'll see you when you get back. Not to mention that her relationship with Scott allowed her to be the final voice on any decision that needed to be made. Something that several X-Men pointed out. That relationship was beyond toxic and honestly makes sense that she was playing a long game with Cyclops mind. It also adds something to the path he eventually went down as Jean would never have allowed him uh-huh. to get uh-huh. or fall that far. I think that the people who are saying they are done with Marvel and X-Men comics altogether because of that change are suffering from R.I.C., recreational internet rage. If if you've read X-Men. Wait, wait, wait. R.I.C.? He says R.I.C. or recreational internet rage. Should that be R.I.R.? Ramon can do what he wants. Have you seen this man? Have you seen him? I've seen him. If you've read X-Men comics in any capacity with more than a passing interest, everyone at this point has been a villain and a hero. Gambit, Magneto, Rogue, Juggernaut, Mystique, Hell, even Xavier has at different times straddled the fence. It's the theme of the book. X-Men has gone out of its way for years to highlight that the world is not black and white, but different degrees of gray. From the Phoenix Saga, to the Mutant Massacre, to the Executioner's Song, to to May Day, to AVX and so forth and so on. Please keep up the excellent work. It is as it has become the highlight of my commute. nidieu ni métier which I believe is French for. I'm goddamn handsome. Peace, niggas <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much, Boost. I'm sorry, Saint Saucy, for not reading your giant email. I didn't realize we had another giant email. Ah, but it was well. It, it was it was a good email. It's a good a Good email. Yeah. Um. Thank you. It I think. Oh, fucking. Even the font's beautiful. Is that what you're yeah. Um, yeah. Emma Stone. Emma, God damn it! Every time.
2: No, <laughs> Yo, you did Emma, that, like six times. Yeah. You listened to the show last <laughs> Emma night. Emma Frost.
0: Yeah, she had. She was. She was going down the path. She Yoko Ono Cyclops,
2: and he went evil. She That's really how it. Did. Look, man. I, here's the thing that I, I need to know. From not just a standpoint of, within the in the comics, but from fans, like, why is Scott? like, the worst dude in the world because he killed Charles Xavier mm-hmm. under, you know, the power of the Phoenix Force. Gene destroyed a galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, but and then they were like, we didn't it, know them. Like, come on, man. Like, an <laughs> entire galaxy. But, like, mad, mad billions of, of yeah. sentient beings because yeah. she was hungry. But true,
1: but, but if you at least play it forward, regardless of what you may think of ultimately what happened as far as the comics goes she paid for her crime wait because the Chiaris, the Chiaris, she already they died put her and own, they, right? they, well they did, she wound up killing she herself. herself but yeah but the, the whole idea was for her to die they put her up for judgment they they took them in for judgment for that so technically for the book they they did, did show some type of you know um consequence for that action that's a good
2: point Scott went to jail for that mess. He, he went to jail for everything. He went to the jail for all. How that. long was he there? Um to, to it was till at least somebody broke
1: out? Yeah, it was at least overnight. It was at least like during a long lunch. Okay, so yeah. so then he so then he, did he did he suffer in any way? Did he cause himself to suffer? He didn't.
2: I, I see I think the character I because reading some of that stuff, I think Scott suffered more than anybody really realized. Because he was like, you know, I was there, not there, sort of thing, watching myself, you know, kill the man he was who, had in a sunken a, who had been there, had been a father to me, right? Yeah. Like, I have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And at no point in any of the books and, you know, none of the fans did he ever get, like, okay, I see that. Mm-hmm. Gene got that on a level that I never understood. And with Scott, it was like, man, fuck this dude. And it just seemed shitty to me. But whatever.
1: Well, also. Historically, Scott Summers has been a boring character. I mean, you may not think so, but uh, historically, he's been kind of boring. He, I mean...
0: He, I've, never, I've never taken a shine to that character, ever. Yeah. I've never read a story where I
1: was like, my man Scott Summers, well done. Because like, I didn't like, know whether or not they wanted him to be a Captain America. They didn't know whether or not they wanted to, him to be... Um,
2: not Captain America. I don't know. <laughs> that was the great. That was the great thing about him is that he was the guy in the middle. Fucking Wolverine. Scott Summers was the guy in the middle because everybody wanted him to be Captain America. Blah, blah blah blah. But he was in charge all the time, so he had to make all the hard decisions all the time, mm-hmm. right? And kept on doing it for most of his adult life, all the time, right? And everybody was always looking at him like, "What do we do now, Scott?" And what did he keep doing? Saving the fucking world over and over again, and mm. got shit on mm. the whole fucking time. Mm. And the the one thing he did that was like, you know what? I'm gonna leave my crazy baby mom that looks like my ex wife for my ex wife who just came back to life. Mm. Like that's kind of that's kind of fucked up. Mm. But that's that's what we want in our heroes, right? We want the uh, we want them to be uh, we want them to flawed. have the flaw and whatever. All right, fine. That's all he was. He was flawed and kept saving the world. Like Scott, Simon, with that one cover where he quits, he should have quit and been like, fuck y'all, man. <laughs> fuck y'all. I've been saving all of you bastards for the last 20-some years, and you still fucking fuck, fuck out of here. Got nothing for it.
1: Nothing. Say, but you, you will talk up Scott, and it makes people like, all right, Scott is cool. But then you read the books. And it's uh, boring. It's not what you're saying may be... Deep deep subtext cause it ain't in the printed pages.
2: That's writer's fault. That's Well, what well that's all you've like got to go by though. Well, dude, I've read some of the worst shit I've ever read in my life with Wolverine stuff. In my life, just bullshit. Okay, but and I, and I know human beings that would jerk off Hugh Jackman right now because because married, Wolverine. married because <laughs> well, married
1: with that bullshit, you've got you've got the, the one the cool concept of a character that you can get you can uh, embrace right away. No, you you had to just give us a little on Scott to make him even halfway interesting, and then two with Wolverine, you do have cool visuals right
2: away. Not fucking embracing Wolverine.
1: to do. The Wolverine was a breakout when they introduced him. When they introduced him way back, Claire, Chris uh, Chris Claremont and Dave Cockrum introduced the the new event, new X Men. Wolverine was one of the breakouts right away within the first ten issues. Hmm. He was, dude. Yeah,
2: he was more interesting than the fucking blue German guy with the tail. And the giant metal Russian and the sexy African broad. So who's the coolest? The fucking hairball dude with the knives in his knuckles? Really? Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, but but you, you
1: still can't not that his his story was the most interesting and he was the breakout star from that. Look, Get the fuck you out may of not here. you may not like that it was the case, but you have to admit that it was the case. Yeah, people like a mystery, right? There is no mystery to Scott
0: Summers. He basically you saw what you got. Uh, you got what you saw, I should say. And then Wolverine
1: is just shrouded in mystery. Right? So people have like been peeling away for the last
2: 30-something years. And even when to peel it away, they still want to ride his nuts. And don't get it twisted. I enjoy Wolverine Origin. Good stuff. But come on with this fucking guy. Really? really? But, I didn't guy. like Wolverine. The greatest thing I ever seen Wolverine do was in Origins 2 when he fought a bear. That shit was <laughs> hot. Your man just fought a bear, like, oh fuck, a bear. Cool
1: this whatever I think you just being curmudgeonly to be curmudgeon because I think you do real, real,
2: realize that Wolverine is the breakout star you I, might not like it but I, admit I, it I, I I, know that that's the reality but why I have no fucking idea you,
0: oh, see I, I feel the same way about Deadpool Deadpool is exactly. a breakout that's character and I don't get no it fucking and I don't idea. care I like the movie no but the character idea. I never care about that character
1: about today? Well, one of the things we're talking about because it's it's springtime is here and with springtime and summer comes the return of comic book convention season. And yeah, I got the, it. And as much as people love to go to the comic book conventions to see all the cosplayers, to talk to the, the writers and the artists and, and find out, you know, to see the Seek trailers and everything, there are still a fair number of people that go to comic book conventions to wait for it, Buy comic books. Yeah, go back issue diving. And it is the thing about comic book conventions is that's one of the few places where you can really go and, like you say, get deep, dig deep into those crates and find those books that are hard to find or maybe even have been out of print for mm-hmm. a long time. And I thought it might be cool to try and come up with like a little shopping list for people, you know, of books that. When you are at your local comic convention, look for these hard-to-find books because they are w- worth standing a tall on your bookshelf next to your sagas.
0: I'm going to start us off with uh, my favorite thing I ever bought at a convention: Amazing Fantasy 15.
1: Okay, I got all right.
0: that at the convention, and it was the best day of my life. But then I sold it after I got divorced. But anyway. Uh, So books that are out of print, but we're talking about like... Well, tell people what Amazing Fantasy 15 is. Oh, Amazing Fantasy 15 is the first appearance of Spider-Man.
1: Right. Yeah. So you actually bought that? I bought it.
2: Nice. For how
0: much? $4,000. Woo! And you sold it? Yep. For how much? For $4,500. I made 500 bucks. All right. I got divorced. I didn't want to get rid of it, but I was getting divorced. I didn't have any money. I needed a place to like live. Uh, So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll sell this. Oh, J.D. You
2: should have told me I don't let you come crash.
0: (laughs) For real, dog. And that was after I had had my car. I had everything in my car. was living out of my car, like uh, couch to couch. And I went down to the Riverview Theater to go to, like, my buddy was having a party. I was like, I'm going to park it in the Riverview Theater parking lot where it's well lit and it'll be super safe. Motherfuckers smashed my car window and just took everything out of my car. Including, like, my sketchbooks, my art supplies, my, like, my samurai DVDs. Like, just weird shit. Like, and my clothes, my sneakers. Yeah. It was rough.
1: I I was... This was before you sold the comic.
0: Yeah. And then I sold the comic.
1: I still had that at the house. Thank God. Yeah.
0: Um, So anyway... It was, it was a nice. Uh, it was nice to have that for for a couple of years.
1: Well, feel free to go digging at the comic book conventions for Amazing Fantasy 15. Where did you buy it at a comic book convention? Convention, yeah, uh, like a Wizard World, I think. Jesus, wow. yeah, it was just a you know one of the shops. Have, yeah. yeah, it ain't gonna be four grand now, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, how long ago was that?
0: Uh, like 10, 15 years.
2: Shit. Yeah,
0: I mean it was it was wrecked. It wasn't a great copy, but oh, I shit. I just wanted to. Yeah, have it. I just went like mine.
2: Dude, I, yeah, yeah, I know that feeling yeah. I know that feeling I almost killed a man Over a copy of, mm-hmm. of Acting Comics number one Ooh Is that a story? Uh, I went to I went to the DC offices A few years back And Stewart From DC Yeah oh, he, yeah I, I called him up I told him I was in New York It was before they moved And he took me on a tour And we went through The whole the whole thing And I met Eddie Braganza And all kinds of people And he let did me Did he sexually
0: in. harass you? He did He grabbed my ass
2: it was <laughs> awesome so he let me into the the vault, like their library vault guy. There was a guy that whose job was just to, to just maintain everything. Mm-hmm. They have a they have like books, they have binders with every issue of everything they ever put out, right in these binders. Wow. And then, like in this safe, there was a copy action comics number one. He let me hold it. I was like,
0: Ooh! <sighs> Did they like slab it or no? How it's, was the... it's all
2: slapped. It's all yeah, together. Yeah. But I'm like. I would have to murder at least three people to get out of here with this thing and I'm not really really ready to make that commitment yet so but it was freaking awesome that's amazing
1: when I went to um, who's it is it uh, Jeppe's uh, cartoon comic book um, museum yeah in Baltimore Baltimore. yeah yeah and literally standing in a room where in this like case right there is Action Comics number one uh, Detective Comics 27 Mm mhm uh, Amazing Fantasy 15 yeah. um, There was something else There was a a, a Donald Duck That I, I imagine was there for a reason I, I don't know And um, It was something else But just
2: those right there I was just like I'm in the room with you <laughs> right. yeah, dude. Hello oh, oh god did you hear about the dude with the Avengers number one No Yes Oh my god Oh, This poor guy He's a sculptor and he made this, uh, this sculpt of like, they call it, like, he calls it Paperboy. And it's paper mache and it's paper mache And he used a, a, a first print of Avengers number one. He had no idea. No clue what it was.
0: Yeah. But, like, some guy was, he came in and was, like, just looking at the, the, the art. Right. Yeah. And he starts to go, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out it was,
2: yeah. Yeah. Avengers first number grand. one. Worth 20 grand. No, 20,000 pounds.
0: Yeah, it was... That's bonkers. All right. So the actual topic at hand, going to conventions and getting uh, books that are out of print. Now, we're not talking about regular issues because most issues are out of print. We're talking about collections, trades, omnibuses and the like.
1: And one big one that is criminally out of print. I don't understand what Marvel's thinking on this. Is truth. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. was the story of um, Isaiah Isaiah Bradley, Isaiah Bradley the first... Well, I don't know if it's the first, but he's the, the person that they experimented, the Super Soldier series. The
2: first successful Captain America, right? The second. The second. Oh, shit. Steve was first, and then they, they without, uh, without the professor, they tried to recreate it. Yeah. Oh. And they tested and, it. And they tested it on a group of black soldiers.
0: I have that all wrong. In my head, yeah. I thought it was... They tested it on Isaiah, the black guy, first, before they were like, oh, we're not going to ruin this white kid yet.
2: No, it worked with with Steve
1: first, and then
2: they're like, uh, but without, uh, what's his name? Erskine. Yeah, without Dr. Erskine, they didn't know what to do, and they tried to do it again.
0: Oh, right. I kind of like it better the other way.
1: No, I like it
2: this it, way.
0: It seems like more yeah. of a... Because
1: this seems American. Yes. No, yeah. it seems American this way. Oh, do you think so? Yes. Because remember, Erskine was, I think... He was a German. He was German. Hmm. So, you know, they were working with him. Oh, that yeah. doesn't make
0: sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before, German, of course, of yeah. course, they are going to have tried. an Aryan yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. And
1: this is the whole reason why that book is so revolutionary, because that storyline... Um, you know, kind of like mirrors the story of the Tuskegee experiment that I, I wish told we you about. we were discussing,
0: yeah. 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 No, that does make more sense. But yeah, in my head, I figured it was the American way to test on um, black people first. But that does make sense, the fact that it was German. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
1: But it's, it makes no sense that that book is, has been out, and it's been out of print for like almost 10, 15 years now. Here's the Dude,
2: thing, though. That thing never even made it into paperback. That's right, because it came... It only If you look it trade? up, it's only ever existed in, in, the, hardcover. in hardcover. That's it. That is it. Now, it let let the me... eight issues, the hardcover, and that's it. Now, it was a book that, that Kyle ran... Baker
0: thing Because it was a book that ran late. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. It Kyle did run Baker. Late. I want to read that book so bad, I borrowed it from Tim from last week. Hi, Tim. We miss you. What up, guys? I, st- I still have your books, by the way. Um, and I just haven't read it, because uh, Kyle Baker does not speak to me as an artist. His art... It just seems like a weird decision for that type of book.
1: Well, I, I do have to say that when they announced it and, – and for those who don't know, Cal Baker has a decidedly more cartoony mm. look. Very cartoony, yeah. Um, and when they – And we're
0: talking literal cartoons, not just like, oh, it's cartoony. Yeah. It looks like cartoons. It looks like – like, yeah, yeah,
2: it
1: looks like – it looks like animation cells. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it, that was – I thought that that was a weird choice for a book that was going to be as uh, serious as that Mm -hmm. was. Um, I think that he still does a good job, but it it, it does mess around tonally a little bit. But that's being said, regardless of that, just for the historical place of that book and the fact that the character has been revisited over since the book came out, so much so that now you've got the legacy of the character you've you revisited his son and then his grandson have been the the leads in comics mm-hmm. since then it like it makes no sense why that book has not been um put back out yeah. on the shelves
2: but yeah it, it, yeah that's that's one that's and it's been that way for a long time dude like that book came out in what 2005 2006. 2006. Was it that long? I thought yeah, it might it have been even
1: a little longer than that. but maybe. Because
2: I was. I think it was during my first run at KOP mm-hmm. that that came out. Okay. And then. 2003.
0: 2003. Yeah, I thought know, it was a little yeah, bit yeah, okay, earlier.
2: All right. Yeah, before yeah. that. And so, yeah, maybe the trade was out during that first one. That's 14 but, yeah. years. I don't know. Uh, maybe they were like, uh, we'll wait till 20 years old, then we'll put it back. I don't know.
0: Especially. Uh, you know, people are complaining about Marvel's inclusivity and the way that they're all PC and social justice warriors, blah, blah, blah. blah. But, like, this seemed like it would even a, be a perfect time to release it, right? It yeah. would have been a perfect what's... time
2: five years ago. It would have been... Yeah, like, you know, any time, right, yeah, yes. It, but
0: I just mean, with what's happening currently...
2: You would think that this would have happened a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, actually, my choice is the same kind of way. Um, Kevin Graveau did a book a few years back. That introduced the Blue Marvel, mm-hmm. um, Adam, Legend of Blue Marvel. Um, it was a six-issue mini series. There's a trade for it that's been out of print forever.
0: Yeah, I think I read that in singles. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, and it's a great story. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'd love Kevin Graveau as a writer. I, I like the way he he writes it. Um, and he's just as a dude, he's amazing.
1: And that book so, is another like yeah. kind of like retcon of early day Marvel yeah. universe. Yeah.
2: Um, and, you know, when they brought him back uh, during the uh, the Heroic Age stuff that they did right after the siege, they brought him back. They could have put it back out then. Um, the character of the Blue Marvel. The Blue, Blue Marvel character. Um, He's been in the this, Ultimates. Yeah, when they when the Ultimates book came out. Like, all right, let's let's well, let's put it back out now. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. And yeah, I've it hasn't been in print about... since 2009.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait, there was a hardcover in 2011. But is, still, that, is
2: that still in print? Nope. Nope. Nope gone yeah. and, and and I'm and for the life of me I just don't get why. Yeah. And I don't know if it maybe they don't want to pay these guys anymore. I, mean, I have no idea. But whatever whatever the reason it's not a good enough reason.
1: I wouldn't be sur- I hate to say it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't uh, have something to do with them creators the creators because I know that that's part of the reason why you don't see a lot of, on DC side, a lot of the returns to the Milestone stuff, mm-hmm. because you'd have to pay those creators. I know that that's one of the reasons why when they introduced Rocket and um, um, Icon. Icon into Young Justice, it was very, very limited because of them having to pay the creators because of the deals that they had. Um, I, I, I hate to say that that is plays a part in it, but it's you're hard-pressed to find any other reason because we've just p- picked out um, perfect publishing reasons mm-hmm. um, and fact. promotional reasons why it would be beneficial for them to do this. As a matter of
2: fact, all of that milestone stuff is out of print now, too. Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. you might still be able to get the second Icon book, but all the, the early stuff... Um, even the, the Static New 52 book is out of print.
0: What? Oh, yep. wow. But that but I would just assume is because of sales. No. I don't think that no. was selling I, I so hot during New 52. Yeah,
2: but at, at the very least, because, and again, I, I want to say that, but part of me, the the very black part of me is like, yo, son, mm-hmm. Static's out of print. All the Icon all, stuff's out of print. All the Mylstown stuff's out of print. Uh, Mr. Terrific's out of print. Blue Marvel's out of print. Oh. Uh uh, Captain America: Truth is out of print. What do all these books have in common?
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Hmm. And even if they didn't sell, let's let's say like Static for New Fifty Two didn't sell hmm. that great. Let's say that the Milestone books didn't sell that great. All right, because I I got to be honest, I did. They, they didn't all appeal to me. Mm-hmm. If for no other reason than historical sake, mm-hmm. you put them into a trade mm-hmm. and you have the trade out there. If it's, the trade's got a limited run, mm-hmm. you know, and if do that an limited omnibus. run sells, do an, whatever. You you still have I it I think out if you there. put some of those books in an omnibus, I think you'll move those. Uh, yeah. I, I
2: would. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Yeah, and,
1: no, and nobody's saying you have to, you know, give them the deluxe treatment and I come out with this g- grandiose hardback. I don't Maybe, need an absolute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's static. just a nice it's a mean, nice yeah. trade, man. Yeah. I it really is criminal that that stuff is not out there for people to revisit.
0: Yeah, they're just sort of these great characters that are just languishing.
1: It's
2: but bummer. yeah, the, the Captain America Truth and the and the the uh, the Blue, Blue Marble ones for me are the biggest deal yeah. because they've had this opportunity. You know, yeah. you're, you're using the characters, you're still yeah. kind of using that stuff. Like, do something yep. with it.
0: Nah. Uh mine was the Wally West Flash, um, like one through whatever, back from the early eighties, Mike by Mike Baron and Jackson Geis. That was
1: coming out of uh, Crisis and Infinite Earths. Yep,
2: yeah. yep,
0: yep. Um, I love that that book.
2: That it wouldn't surprise me if they're waiting, uh, because what are they waiting for? It's
1: over twenty. Yeah.
2: Um, Flash seventy fifth anniversary stuff. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we we'll, well, look, because that's the same thing they did with. Uh, They waited to do the the Man of Steel stuff again uh, during the Superman seventy fifth. They just started the Wonder Woman stuff last year. The George Perez. Yeah. Um, Okay. So it wouldn't surprise me. So when is uh, the Flash seventy fifth? Is or maybe his next milestone because I I I think it's significantly significantly longer than yeah. yeah, Like even the
0: Flash Chronicles are out of print. Those nice uh, silver. Silver Age reprints,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but I, there's, okay. a, they're, they're, doing on the a lot of. There's Green Lantern ones. They're doing a lot of that. Stuff.
1: And I think those Chronicles, I think those out of print because I think the the uh, marketing strategy between behind all of those because they did Flash uh, Batman Chronicles too mm-hmm. was that you they were going to be reprinting every book yeah in sequential order. And I I think that over time that this this is not it's not a good yeah. sell. Um, and that's not to say you
0: can't get some of that run, uh, like there's the Flash books by Mark Wade,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeff
0: Johns has uh, yeah. some series of trades you can get, but I want just from the
1: beginning. Yeah, those are Wild seriously West. a lot more n- recent. Yeah. And like that Mike Barron, Jackson Geis Flash, that's when he like, while he takes over First takes over the the mantle of the Flash, mm-hmm.
0: and he, he wins the lottery. Yeah, he yeah. wins the he
1: lottery. He Savage. gets Linda
2: Park. Man, he meets uh, Chunk. Chunk, yeah. yeah. Means, I mean, what were the the Russians? Oh. oh, they were like a they worked as like a delivery company for a while. Remember? Oh uh, shit, I don't remember. Uh, oh man, that's uh, great I've, stuff.
0: Kilgore or Kilgore?
2: Yeah, and the thing I liked about that stuff, I liked. uh uh, Jackson Guy's art, he made Barry really long. Yeah, he made yeah. really lanky yeah, and skinny. Yeah. He looked like a runner. Yeah, dude, yeah. I love that stuff.
0: Exactly. Ooh, I got another one. No, 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 you uh, go. go. Uh, okay, I'll go. Um, uh, I mean, <laughs> since I'm hosting it. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, Armageddon 2001, I've said this time and time again, but I love that DC series from when I was a kid. Where we got to look at all of the different superheroes and the multiple
2: versions of their different futures. Yeah. Ah. Oh. That was fun. That was that was there was some there was some fun stuff in there. Yeah.
1: See, but they will never re-con- recollect that because of the ending. Because that everyone end- hates. That everyone hates. Yeah. So and no one, why would they want to revisit what they even know was a piece of shit?
0: All right. So for people who don't know, who weren't around, what was the ending?
1: Well what it was is that it was all building up to who was this this villain that was wasn't monarch monarch, monarch. The monarch who was who was the monarch mm-hmm. and as the storylines were going and you were visiting these multiple futures you know to see who potentially was going to be monarch it was building up that it was going to be captain okay, Adam yeah. as the monarch well in these days of I don't know if it was necessarily pre-internet, yeah. but it was. Was it pre-internet? pre-internet. Yeah. Well, somehow it got out that in, even in the pre-internet world, I'm not even sure it got out. I think it was just
0: people were guessing of, of all of the heroes that it could be. Yeah, but everybody
1: yeah. guessing, it still became like a collective, like like it became like the talk of every comic book shop yeah you know what i mean it's one thing for everybody to be guessing and you're just still reading along but then when that guessing becomes the chatter in the comic book shops that then takes over to all the message boards and everything Mm -hmm. like that that um because that yeah because the free internet but the message boards were still out there that's when they were popping um so it it got out there dc then changed on a dime Mm -hmm. So that it was not, in fact, Captain Adam, but it was Hawk. Fucking Hawk of, of Hawk, Hawk
0: and, and Dove. Dove. Ugh. Now, before someone writes in and asks
1: this question, who the fuck is Hawk and Dove?
0: No. How is there message boards without an internet?
1: No, because I seem I to remember at that time there was like like there was no internet, but it was on message boards. I seem to remember there was like AOL. <laughs> The
0: stuff, stuff. Yeah, that was the internet. <laughs> That's it. That's all right. Yeah, What'd
2: yeah. You yeah go that know what was stuff. I was, I was had to go to the computer lab. As yeah. opposed to yeah, I mean, so it was it was there.
1: Yeah, there was, it was something a, yeah, it rudimentary. Was so it wasn't it wasn't the internet as you know it, it now, was but the there information was information superhighway. Yes, yeah. there was. So, <laughs> well, yeah. so you laughed. that did yeah. that because there was because because there was because before you had nine one one, you actually had to know the phone number to your local police station. Yes, it wasn't always just nine one one. People don't even re- realize that. Yeah. Yeah, before, yes, there was a time when you could pick up the phone and you could just dial seven digits and get the person down uh, the street. That, there yeah. was a time where you didn't have to know everybody's area code. There was a time when it wasn't, you know, the all digits. There was actually GE8, which is Germantown 8, which turns into 438. There was a time before you motherfuckers were born.
2: Say word. Word.
0: Word. So what time do you have to be back to the home? <laughs> <laughs> They're having pudding tonight. I don't know. That's your favorite, right? It's like tapioca. Um, so... Are tr- yeah, oh, you on a mean, rare so- form tonight? Ain't <laughs> you white man? <laughs> you man is horrible. So the uh, no, in okay. this store with two black brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, to answer the actual about be, It's about
2: to be Leonard Rand's hero compliment. Where's J.D.? I don't know. He left and said we can have everything.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so go ahead and tell us who Hawk
1: is. Hawk was from the 60s if I remember. He was introduced into, in the 60s into the world of, eventually, um, he made a way to uh, Teen Titans with his brother, Dove. And they were Don and Hank, Hank Hall. Hall. Oh, nice. They were superheroes, Hawk and Dove. And they were dumb. Um <laughs> And
0: when was the Avatar of
1: War and what was the Avatar of Peace? Yeah, they eventually became that. Oh. When they were created, they were just Hawk and Dove. Oh, no, one was mean, one was a, pac- a pacifist, and they were dumb. Okay, and they were corny. And but they they were part of the Teen Titans, so they tried them. They tried to make a stance. They never really made a killing. Yeah. The comic book didn't last very long. But they every, even
0: showed up in the uh, Justice
2: League TV they show. They showed up in the
1: Justice League cartoon show, It was actually
2: pretty good. And, yeah. Um, dove died.
1: Yes, Dove oh, eventually so again, dies,
2: uh, and was replaced by another Dove, uh, a girl named Dawn Granger. Yes, um, and like in the time that Hawkwood, that Hank was still Hawk on his own, mm-hmm. he was going nuts. So because you know, he lost his brother, yeah, he sure. lost his brother, and he didn't have that sort of balance. So this Dove. You know she appears and she meets up with him, and this was this was the thing that made Rob Liefeld's career because Rob Liefeld did that original miniseries in eighty uh-huh. eight, and his Hulk and Doug Everybody was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Um, was it? No. no. Okay. It wasn't. It, it was. It was <laughs> mad eyed Mad mad eyed Yeah, it was but, angry uh, eye. <laughs> but so eventually they, you know when everybody found out that Captain Atom was going to be mm. Monarch, they were like, DC was like, no, it, we're going to make it Hawk for some reason. And uh, to this day, I guarantee you, nobody had a real reason other than, uh, um, all right, Hawk. yeah, 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 yeah get Hulk, go. Yeah. Oop, they're on us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, not, they're never going to collect that. Yeah. Mm. Plus, because you're talking about basically taking stories from different annuals, mm. that means you're talking about, a whole number of different artists. Mm. Yeah. They're never going to want to pay all of those artists. And not all of those artists were, like, that great mm. enough to sell a book on their own, which is mm. the reason why they were just in annuals. Mm. So now you've put a bunch of i artists into this big compendium of a story that everybody agrees was ass. Well, the story wasn't ass. The, the,
0: the punchline the of the story was ass. Yeah,
2: like, if they, honestly, if they did the Superman ones, I'd be fine with that. Because, yeah. like, Tom take- Drummond did one... Um,
0: in the Flash Mark Wade collections the Flash one's in there yeah the
2: Flash one's in there uh, where the kid
0: doesn't have an aura to protect him so he can't run otherwise he'll die Yeah, great story
1: yeah they'll take individual stories and they'll find places to throw them in there but you're never going to see a collection of them Man, I thought we were just talking about a list of things we wanted. You did not have to bring me down. Well, this is what I want. And this may seem weird. And I go to comic book conventions hoping that one day that, because I'm never going, I don't read previews. I want to be surprised by it. And I want to be surprised that this happened like maybe 10 years ago. And what it is is that they took classic Richie Rich stories from the 60s and 70s <laughs> and put them into one big fat book. I would, Go to bed. I would buy it in a heartbeat.
2: Go so, to bed. I loved Richie Rich. This motherfucking Negro. I loved Richie Rich. You saved all this time. I said, yo, I'm going to save this one. <laughs> right, y'all." <Yeah. laughs> this wait. Richie Rich. I love
1: the Richie Rich comic book, man. Yeah. And tapioca pudding. I'm so with you. I love Richie. The Richie Rich comic book. Think about it. I'm trying. 70s. <laughs> It's this this boy? I didn't care what he what he looked like or whatever. But it was this boy who won, he had about eighty books on the market. It was Richie Rich. It was, Rich. Mad, Richie, Richie. It was yeah. Richie Rich Mad Adventures. It was Richie Rich and his dog Dollar. It was Richie Rich and his his robot made ironer. It
2: Richie, was Richie Rich and them niggas. Richie Rich and the ball. Uh, Richie Rich and, and the man, he And a, man's name. Then he did somewhere he was like Richie Rich like secret agent, and then he was like
1: super Richie Rich and like everything, and it. it and he had... The, the man had money coming out of every mm-hmm. orifice on his body. He, and not just money. He had diamonds. <laughs> there were diamonds. He had diamond-encrusted Q-tips on one of the... Oh, uh, that I, sounds painful. D- dude, he was... And as a young boy, I was like, Yo, this looks so fucking cool. And, and the art by Ernie Chan was great. I liked it. And and I I would love for that part of my childhood to be about to re- be put together in one big book. I would buy it. It would not have to be all of them, but if it was like a hundred like a two hundred page big thick Richie Rich, I would buy it. And I would read it and And every night before I go to bed. Now let me take your hopes and dreams and tell you for ten minutes why the fuck that's
0: never going to happen, you (laughs) son of a bitch. And cry yourself to sleep.
2: Richie Rich, though. (laughs) You are a mess.
0: Well, I do have one that I think uh, I would like. Uh, Planetary number four. Volume four. One, two, and three are in print. Number four is out of print, so the only way you could get the entire planetary story was to buy the omnibus. You're right,
1: cause was the last, yeah, because yeah. four was the last one that took yeah, like 12
0: years
2: to come out. Yeah, yeah. 12 years in the and making. I
0: said they're just trying to recreate that for the trade
2: waiters. Yes. <laughs> so- <laughs> Which would be a hysterical. Yeah.
1: We'll make them <laughs> wait 10, 10
2: years. The well, they're cl- like I'm about to say they're close to it.
1: Yeah. So that's not far from true.
2: Yeah, Planetary I was. I want to sell that book to everybody that comes so to the store. Good,
1: so good, and it's
2: so good. And it's like, well, but you can't read the end unless you buy the whole goddamn seventy five dollars omnibus. Yeah, which I'm actually. I've sold a couple. Buying. I get.
0: I've sold a couple that way. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I ordered a couple. Uh, I have all four of the trades. And Me I'm too. Still considering buying the omnibus. Yeah, so it's like, good. You that know that, what, Batman? That, that Batman. The Batman Planetary that was the really the cool. Yeah, that was I really cool. Can still get that. Yeah. Yeah, which is one of the funniest things ever.
1: That's there. so good. The one, a book that is out of print that you just told me is going to be coming back in print um, soon is The Absolute Authority, which was really the first Twelve issues of the Authority because it was Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch. Yeah, how oh, was that Brian Hitch? Yeah. yeah, I was
0: thinking Quitely. No, no quietly comes second. after. Yeah, second.
1: but those first yeah. twelve, those first twelve are are just Ellis yeah, that and stuff was Hitch. Good. It was so freaking forget- oh, that God. to me is the Authority. That. Like some of that oh, Quitely yeah. stuff is not bad, but that Miller Miller stuff. Miller, but, Miller, I liked.
2: Yeah, the Miller stuff was was good. It
0: was okay, yeah. but the Warren the Ellis. Oh, well, fuck with that New Fifty Two Authority though.
2: Oh, oh no, 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 no 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 no! wasn't it wasn't the Authority. It was Stormwatch.
0: Oh, I don't care what it was. Yeah, God, yeah, it was
2: it a mess. But, but the, the Warren Ellis Stormwatch is what led to the authority. Yes. That yes. shit was yes. hot. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. Shit with the weatherman? Bananas. Yeah. Is what the yeah. weather Yeah. That dude was and awesome. Did you ever read how that whole thing ended? The Stormwatch aliens, John?
0: Yeah, I think so. Stormwatch
2: aliens, aliens from the movie Aliens. The Xenomorphs. And the Xenomorphs. Wretched. No, I did not. Holy oh, wretch wretched. That's what that's what brought down Stormwatch. What you got to read that story. But that Watch. was a it Hitch crossover Hitch. with that, Dark Horse. Yes, dude. Yes, it was fucking bananas. That's and then, nuts. And then the that wasn't hit didn't
1: do that the crossover.
2: was was. Ellis wrote it, yeah. And it was in it was in continuity. That's ballsy. Yeah, that's real cool. Yeah, it was yeah, in continuity. Man. That shit man.
0: bananas, dude. Oh, I gotta. I want to go back and read that Stormwatch Wait, stuff. More just David
2: Are you reading the Wildstorm?
0: I read the first issue. I, wasn't.
2: Yeah, I, I, I want to see where it goes. Oh, yeah, I like right. it, though. I like it. Okay, good. But uh, when right right. I was doing that stuff again, I'm like, cool. Whatever. Again,
0: artists artists are a big deal for me. So this guy is a guy who's not Juan Jose Rip, and I don't even like Juan Jose Rip. Does that make sense? He's not even the guy I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I mean, okay. All yeah. right. So it's hard for me to get through, but I'll, I'll check it out once it's a, a good read. Yeah. All right. Anything else?
2: Um, Blue
0: Marvel. Oh, okay, American um,
2: Yeah, that's the other one um, for me. And you guys brought this up. Uh, maybe a week or two ago. Was, uh, yeah, The American Way. Yeah, yeah because I American thought you were Way. talking
1: about Blue Marvel.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, American Way was th- was that book where uh, the... I don't want to give the whole thing away, but there's this superhero, and he is just taking place in the late 50s. Yeah. Late 50s, early Early 60s. 60s. Yeah, early 60s. Um, and so this guy goes nuts. And so the government that sort of runs his whole thing has to replace him and the guy they picked to replace him is a black dude. Yeah. And his costume was a was a full body suit with a full mask and everything. So and nobody knew like knew black. who he was. And then when he and in the midst of a, a fight at some point he's revealed as black. Mm-hmm. and the whole country loses their damn minds.
1: And you don't mind telling you that much one because we talked about it the other time when we uh, brought it up on its show. But there's another twist that you reminded yeah. me of when oh, we thinking fine. of that like, you don't want to give away. Yeah. And so,
0: I mean, it's available.
2: Is it available? The American Way trade paperback. Oh, it's cool. nineteen
0: ninety nine. Yeah, I it can-
2: did just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying earlier. I think it may have just yeah. come back on the market.
1: I'm surprised that was
2: a DC Comics. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Th- for some that reason, was, I thought that, that was, that was an, Image. No, that was a Wildstorm joint. Okay, it was okay, Wildstorm. That's was Completely that's why. out of every. It wasn't in anybody's universe.
1: Right, nice. nice. uh, right.
2: Mm-hmm. It was an eight issue joint, but they this. Ju- I think it just came back in the print because I had been trying to order this thing for a couple of years. Yeah, it's here. I was telling people about it. Was like, look, you have to get your hands on this book because I found it used somewhere. And was like, "What's this about?" Oh mm-hmm. snap! And read like the first couple of pages, and bought, just bought it on the on the humbug. Mm-hmm. Yo, I, I'm see that one. I'm glad it's back in print because it's it's ridiculously good.
0: Now, is this one of those? It's a team book, and a lot of the pastiches are based on characters we already know. There's a Superman. There's a Batman. There's
1: a
2: not really, not really. Actually, not really, no. Okay, it's a little bit more like uh,
1: they use it. I don't think they're necessarily like pastiches of them, but the the. The, fo- the, the heroes more resemble Golden Age heroes, where they're not really necessarily super-powered, you know? They're just, like, really, like, do-gooders, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and
2: they, they, they more resemble, like, American folklore heroes yeah. as opposed to superhero pastiches. It's, yeah. It's bizarre, but it's it's hard to, to, to really say. Nice. Um, well, uh, I'm assuming...
0: That Marvel and DC are listening to this show, all day. Longtime fans of the show, I'm all sure. Day. Yeah. So take our advice, reprint these things. Richie Rich,
1: reprint Richie Rich. Harvey, yeah, like the people whoever owns Harvey Comics. Like, like, why can't y'all do that, man? I don't want, I don't want Casper. I don't want Little Lotta. I don't want Little Dot. It's just, just some good Richie Rich. Oh. I mean, you want to like? I love the Richie Rich comic book so much. That when they did make a Richie Rich cartoon, when I first heard there was going to be a Richie Rich cartoon, I was like, "This is amazing! This is made for cartoon." And then when they did the cartoon, and like they they made him like a teenager, and um. they gave him pants, <laughs> <Ha>! and <laughs> and a, like just that big dumb sweater with the R, I was like, "That's not Richie Rich." Oh, when was this? That was in the eighties. I don't
0: remember.
1: You don't remember Richie Rich cartoon?
0: No, I remember. I, I used to like the the comic books as well. I used to get the, the comics of... Did yeah, you buy them in the supermarket!
1: Little Lulu or something? Little Lulu, yes! Yes!
2: Yo, your boy Richie Rich ran around in a suit jacket, bow tie, and shorts. Yes. All day.
1: <laughs> money coming out of everything. When you owe yeah, I'm aware what I want. He was balling. <laughs> who was his pops at? <laughs> Making money. He was always at the office. In his big green suit. Yeah,
2: he did have a big green suit. Yeah.
1: Speaking of rich dudes who just dive into pools
0: full of pounds... Did you see that they're making more um, DuckTales?
1: Yes.
0: That's I, The trailer, I laughed. I just thought it was pretty good. So I'm curious about that. Anyway.
1: People don't know about the DuckTales. That it DuckTales was, video game? Yeah. Hmm. DuckTales was on that, man. Yeah. And the reason why it was on that is because they were based on the, the classic um, Uncle Scrooge stories by Carl Barks, which are always being reprinted all Thanks. the time. No, it's Carl Barks. Carl Barks. Carl Barks and then there was uh, what happened was this this other artist, Don Rosa took, went back through all of the classic Carl Barks books from like the 30s and the 40s and the 50s rereading all of them and from there created the origin of Uncle Scrooge which was then put out into a hardback which is another amazing comic book. It is just so freaking good. Uncle Scrooge God bless Mickey. God bless Donald. God bless Goofy. Uncle Scrooge is one of the best cartoon characters ever created.
0: Now, he wasn't created. I'm sorry, I don't know my history on these characters. Uh, Was he created for uh, a retelling of
1: the. The um, the, Christmas Carol? Carol? I think. Like, it was Donald's. I think he, he 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 may have been created for, like that. Yeah. Um, and then he just took on a life of his yeah, own. Yeah. And he, he was he was all that. Like he is the reason why people love Huey Dewey and Louie mm-hmm. it's not because he ran they ran around with Donald. It's because they ran around with oh, Uncle Scrooge. Yeah. You know, that's where the whole junior woodchucks um come, came through and I, oh my oh my God, I love Uncle Scrooge. And the only reason I don't need a compendium of that is because I have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my man
0: alright thank you so much for joining us here at 4456 Main Street in Manioc at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex write us in at cultpopgo at gmail.com or at at gmail.com. and answer this question who are your favorite pastiches Len what is a pastiche Randy what's a pastiche
2: <laughs> uh, when you yeah, I, I'm going to assume that I know what the fuck you're talking about uh, it's like a, a character that's obviously another character, but let's let's do our take on him. Yes, yes. So Supreme power. Supreme is a Superman pastiche.
1: Yeah, big time.
2: Like the most obvious pastiche of all time. And if you don't know that, you're a fucking moron.
0: Well, what was the other one? It was um. I called it Supreme Power, but that's that's what J. Michael Straczynski called it. But there's no, a whole team. Talking,
2: no, 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 you're talking about. You're talking about the book Supreme Power from the Squadron yes, Supreme. Yeah, Squadron I'm Supreme. About, I'm talking about Supreme from uh, Wildstorm and Youngblood, all that. Yes, that, that's, that's yeah,
1: Supreme. yeah, yeah. Even though the, though, though, but, the Scott Squadron Supreme were pastiches of the Justice League. And yeah. the Imperial Guard and the X-Men and then, were pastiches of the Legion the superheroes. of
2: Superheroes. What? I mean, look at them. God, yes. Look at him. Yes, oh
1: especially God. if you hey. look at him, if you realize that most of the Imperial Guard's um, creation and designs were done, were created by Dave, Dave Cockrum, Cockrum right after he had left uh, the Legion
2: of Superheroes. That's yeah, amazing. Dude, look at him. It's uh, it's ridiculous.
0: Holy shit. Huh, that's pretty cool. All right, so now you know what a pastiche is. Write us in with your favorite pastiche, and we will talk about it on next week's episode. I'm Johnny Destructo.
1: I'm the Vat Tribble.
2: You man, Arch, on the voice of reason, Super Triple in the building. (laughs) Priest.